This is Tea on the Hudson, where we're spilling all of the Hudson County tea and more. I'm Jen Trapuca, your host, the founder of HobokenGirl.com and Hudson County resident. I'll be sharing different topics of interest that pertain to Hudson County residents, plus the occasional interviews, tips, special features, and some reoccurring fun with our Hoboken Girl contributors. This week, we're sipping on an iced chai tea latte with oat milk from Blackwell Coffee at 800 Jackson Street in Hoboken. It's a sweeter drink, and the oat milk is the thing that makes it pop. It's thick and it's creamy, and it's just like whole milk, but without the guilt. Send in your tea recommendations or tea samples, and we'll try them out on air. It's been a busy week, as always, in Hudson County. And to kick things off, we're sharing a few of the top news stories in the time it takes to brew a cup of tea. After that, we'll have a feature story on a topic of interest. This week, a very common reader question. What is there to do in Hudson County, specifically Hoboken, besides drink? And now, some of our news. The ordinance passed by Jersey City last month reversed a law that four years ago had legalized home sharing. But since then, concerns have grown that the expansion of Airbnb was depressing the availability of affordable housing and hurting the local hotel industry. The new law places a 60-day cap on the number of days a home can be rented, if the owner does not live there, that is, and bans short-term rentals in buildings with more than four apartments. A version of the legislation passed in June places substantial restrictions on short-term rentals. It is scheduled to take effect on January 1 next year. When Scooter Info first came out in Hoboken after the initial rollout, Lime had reported that over 21,000 rides were taken by over 10,000 riders in just the first three days alone. Statistics now say there's been over 250,000 rides by more than 60,000 scooter riders. Lyme officials estimate 70% of the riders are Hoboken residents, so that means about 30% aren't. Chief Ken Ferrante of the Hoboken PD also noted major crackdowns on reckless scootering. The city came up with a rule system for e-scooter riders. If caught breaking the rules, you could face up to $500 in fees. But don't worry, fees for first offenses start at $20. A first offense such as riding on the sidewalks, not obeying traffic signals, or riding in the wrong direction can result in a $20 fine. Second offenses go up to $100. Then after a third offense, you're looking at $500. The fourth offense, the city will suspend you from riding a city-sponsored scooter for a full year. Please write in if this happens to you. We want to congratulate you on being banned from scooter riding for 365 days. Side note, how crazy is it that you get a $2,000 fine for letting your dog poop on the sidewalk, but if you ride the scooter on the sidewalk, it's just 20 bucks. Now, is the city making money off of this? Yes. Based on current ridership levels, the city will draw in $150,000 for the remainder of the pilot program, according to Ryan Sharp, Hoboken's transportation director. Lime's fees are paid to the city per ride, and so over a hypothetical 12-month period, the city would see $400,000. That figure of 400k is based on the staggering ridership numbers the company has seen in Hoboken since it rolled out the program. Gil Kazmaroff, a regional spokesman for the company, said Lime scooters in Hoboken are some of the most utilized in the world. So believe it or not, scooters are pretty popular, and whether you love them or think they're a sign of the apocalypse, Hoboken has had some of the highest ridership of Lime scooters globally. Hate it or love it, we are now the electric scooter capital of the world. 
All right. And now on to openings and closings. Whole Foods in Weehawken is open for business as of July 26th. This new 32,000-square-foot store is located at 1400 Waterfront Terrace in Lincoln Harbor. As most Whole Foods do, it's offering a selection of 150-plus locally sourced brands, grab-and-go prepared foods, and natural and organic grocery items. Also new to the Mile Square is the Hoboken Game Lounge, which opened in August. Owned by the same people behind the recently closed Aether Game Cafe, the Game Lounge will feature board games of all types, from the Game of Life to Settlers of Catan, as well as pool, ping pong tables, golf simulators, and more. A kosher-style deli called the Pastrami House is coming to 832 Washington Street in Hoboken. The Pastrami House will be taking over the former site of the Brooklyn Bagelry, which never came to fruition as the company had gone out of business completely, but it was previously Boardwalk Fresh Burgers and Fries in that location. The Pastrami House will serve signature pastrami sandwiches on rye bread, corned beef, and feature knish and salad bar. It specializes in kosher foods like matzo ball soup, stuffed cabbage, and more. Erie Street in Jersey City will soon be getting The Boil, a Louisiana and New York City-based Creole and Cajun restaurant. The New Jersey City Boil, set to open in fall of 2019, will also feature an outdoor oasis courtyard with open-air dining. According to a promotional poster spotted in town, the Boil will serve specialty cocktails only found in New Orleans, Bayou Juice, Cajun Bloody Marys, and even a hurricane. There will also be beer on tap, wine, champagne, and a raw oyster bar. Cadillac Cantina will no longer be known as Cadillac Cantina. We received information from sources that have shared that the bar is remodeling and opening under the same ownership, but as a new bar. No word yet as far as the name of the bar, but we will keep you updated as we learn more. A little bit outside of Hudson County, but something that could really affect residents, is the American Dream Mall, a 3 million square foot entertainment and shopping complex coming from the developer of Triple Five. It's finally coming to the state of New Jersey, and sooner rather than later. The Mega Mall will be opening in October to retailers and hopes to be open full-time in the winter. It's located off of Route 3, and it will be just a train ride or 30-minute drive away from Hoboken and Jersey City. The mall's official opening comes after many delays. The former Radio City Rockettes turn entrepreneurs, girl bosses J.C. Lambros and Danny D'Angelo of Jersey City, and owners of Jane Dew, if you haven't been there, you need to go, recently announced their fourth and fifth studio expansions. They started in Jersey City, and the female-founded workout studio just announced that they'll be opening in Montclair and New York City. Lokito, a Lebanese-inspired taqueria, is open as of mid-July in Hoboken. Owner Stephen L. Hassan of Obagel opened this new taco spot as an ode to his Lebanese heritage, combining his love and training in the food industry with a unique spin on a traditional taco. Hoboken's latest tea shop, Simply Chai, is open at 79 Hudson Street. It comes to the former location of Sunnyside Cafe. The masterminds behind this new concept are from Hidden Grounds Coffee in Jersey City and Hoboken. And that completes our news. We'll take a quick break to sip some tea and hear a note from our sponsors. Working at a computer all day, I'm always complaining of neck and back pain. A great spot that I personally love 
which is super close by in the Monroe Center, is the Spine and Sports Health Center. It's an advanced, cutting-edge spine and joint pain relief center. It's actually run by medical doctors who support non-invasive alternatives to orthopedic surgery. If you mention Tea on the Hudson, you'll get 50% off a massage at Spine and Sports Health Center. It's located at 720 Monroe Street, Suite C208. Mention Tea on the Hudson to redeem when booking, and you can book by calling 201-535-2474. And make sure to use Tea on the Hudson for 50% off your first massage. So, our feature topic for the episode stems from a question that we get asked about a lot on our site. Alcohol. But not in the way you'd think. This will probably hit closer to home for any listeners that are reaching their late 20s, 30s, and beyond and are feeling the pain of that two-day hangover from three glasses of rosé. Feeling personally attacked by myself saying that, but it is true. The question, what is there to do in Hudson County at night and sometimes during the day besides go out and drink? CNN just released an article that a bar called Getaway opened in New York City and it's a sober bar, a.k.a. no alcohol is served at all, but it's still calling itself a bar. It opened in Brooklyn, of course. No one is shocked by this. Essentially, you can go out, enjoy your night sipping cocktails, but wake up hangover free and fully hydrated. So I looked at their menu and a few of their popular drink options are apples and oranges. It's a drink that has blood orange juice, Woods Boiled Cider, Lemon, Orange Bitters, and Club Soda. And then my personal favorite, That's Just My Face, great name for a drink, Mango and Jalapeno Puree, Lime, Elderflower Tonic, Black Sesame, and It's Spicy. And yes, even though it's such a hipster sitch, I mean, reports are showing that this bar trend is actually onto something, and it's a larger trend across the country. So apparently dry January is creating an interesting shift in consumer preference for low and no alcoholic beverages outside of uh, soft drinks. The uh, IWSR Drinks and Market Analysis, that's a mouthful, basically reports that people who are paying greater attention to their mental health and wellness are now looking to reduce their alcohol intake. Not shocking. In fact, they say 52% of consumers surveyed said they're trying to reduce their alcohol intake. And people of all ages are drinking less beer, while apparently us millennials are drinking less overall, which doesn't seem like it on Instagram, but perhaps in real life that's the case. And Silicon Valley is even noticing many investors are now investing in businesses that cater to people who don't drink. So that leads us back to Hudson County, specifically Hoboken and now Jersey City, both known for their nightlife, with Hoboken still holding the title of most bars and restaurants per capita in the U.S. Thank you very much. So to help you, my Hoboken girl team, I asked them to compile a list of a few things that don't have to involve alcohol because this is such a popular reader question and it's one of our most popular posts on the site if you can believe it or not. So first we have Hudson Table Classes. This is a great spot uptown in Hoboken that is a cooking studio and there's a ton of different types of cuisines and classes that really make it a fun evening out with or without some booze. They are BYOB. And so that can enhance your meal, but you don't have to drink to learn how to cook. Movies Under the Stars is a recurring series that happens every summer where everyone goes to the pier, you relax, you pop up a chair, you don't have to and are essentially not allowed to 
drink on the pier while you watch the movie. But you basically get to enjoy the movie and uh, get a view of the skyline. And this happens all summer from June to August. And there's a movie showing every Wednesday. And now another thing that my team found that you can do, which I personally just did, it was so much fun. And yes, we did have alcohol, but you don't have to, was a night boat ride on the Hudson Catamaran. And that leaves from Jersey City in the Liberty State Park Marina. It's so much fun. It's a two-hour ride, and it can fit up to six people. Uh, Captain Mike is a Hoboken resident, and he basically can be hired to go around all over. I mean, we went from Hoboken or actually Jersey City, but we went by Hoboken. We went around to Brooklyn, Battery Park, saw the Brooklyn Bridge right next to the Statue of Liberty. It was incredible. The sunset was amazing. You can do it any time of day, Friday through Sunday, I believe. And I think he does some weekdays too. So that's a highly recommended alcohol or no alcohol type of event. So we also have, of course, the movie theater, which is uptown. And on Tuesday nights, it's $7 for your movie ticket, which is a lot cheaper than it normally is, because I know that movie tickets are like $15, $20 each now. It's so crazy. And then there's the Mile Square Theater, which is uptown in Hoboken as well. And they have Awesome plays that happen most weekends, Friday through Sunday. So definitely check out their schedule. Hoboken Billiards just opened. So you can play pool uptown. It's 1012 Grand Street in Hoboken. And then if you have a sweet tooth, you can go get ice cream at Milk Sugar Love in Jersey City by Hamilton Park. Or they just opened a new spot in the Heights. And then Torico's is another spot. Uh, that's a pretty famous one down by the downtown Jersey City area. Then Antique Bar and Bakery has an insane bread pudding that will make you feel like you're drunk, even if you're sober. I've never tasted anything like it is my favorite dessert of all time. Then, of course, there's lots of other things you can do. Uh, Midnight Market in Jersey City, that is a really fun market that happens routinely, usually at the Harborside Atrium. And then on Saturday nights in Journal Square Plaza, from time to time, they have music, vendors, food all set up. They do have an area for alcohol, but it's 21 plus and you have to show your ID and get into it. So if you're trying to stay alcohol free, you can still go around to all the other vendors and enjoy. Now, here's the other thing. There's always the possibility of going to bars and just not drinking. It is doable if you have self-control, which is definitely easier said than done, aka tequila soda is pretty thirst-quenching when I want it to be. So for the conclusion of this story, there's really not that much to do, but it's doable. And if a sober bar comes into the area, chances are it's coming to Jersey City first. Here at Danielle, she's a Hoboken Girl contributor and lifestyle writer for our site with an emphasis on beauty and self-care. And today we're talking about an experience at Ohm Life that I had recently. And we're going to chat a little more about it to share some details. I, yeah, I want you to spill all the tea on this because <laughs> I saw you post some pictures from Ohm Life the other day. And I also met them at the Jersey City Yoga Festival. Yeah. Really cool people. Super nice. Really Good knowledgeable. Energy. Yeah, I felt that. I totally felt that when I was there. Uh, but I need to know. I need to know. What is going on in that in that yeah, place? Of Home Life has been open for over a year now, and they offer so many different types of services. They have infrared saunas, CBD oil massage, cryotherapy, 
uh, and the one that we're focusing on today, salt float pods, also known as zero gravity float rooms. And oh my god, I can't even. <laughs> it's hard to describe what it's like, but I will try. Uh, the zero gravity float room is basically like a big bathtub. And you're completely naked or with a bikini or, or bathing suit. And you go in and you have 60 or 90 minute sessions. So it's a long time. Yeah, it's, I feel like you'd be super pruny after then. <laughs> it's funny. I <laughs> thought I would be and I wasn't. But it it definitely is a mind game. Okay. As is most self-care. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just based on the pictures, I was like... Okay. Yes. Deep breath. <laughs> now, w- what is this salt pod? Like, what What exactly is it? Yeah, so it's, and Anand, who's the owner, could explain it way better than me, but I'll give you the layman's version. <laughs> it's essentially a pod, like exactly what you'd imagine. Like, it, it almost looks like a plastic pod. There's a few different sizes they have. So they have one that's huge. It's probably the size of this little studio. And you can lay in it so it's it's bigger and you kind of feel yeah, very... Yeah, definitely need that. Yes. And I tried that for my first two times. And then the third time I went to the small one, which was a little more... When you're getting into it, you're like, oh, my God, am I in a coffin? Like, it's a they little... They close on you? It's completely closed. Oh yeah. And you can turn I'm the lights... So, about this. So, the, so Nand always said, you know, you can turn the lights completely off. You can have music on or off. If you want the lights on, you can do, like, stars on the ceiling. Oh. Or you can do right. just lights on. So, it's really interesting because you don't have... You have control, but you you really could tailor your own experience. Yes. So you you can totally make it what you want. So for me, I needed the music on and the stars on. Yeah. (laughs) And then once in a while, I'd float for a while and then I'd press stars off just to be like, okay, let's try it. Because once you have the music off and the stars off and it's completely black, it's like you're floating in space. That's so bizarre. It's so crazy. Did you like it? I did. But I definitely, I, as you know, we've talked about it. I have anxiety and Anxiety is what it's perfect for, but it's also what is like <laughs> makes more anxiety. So it's like a catch twenty two. I I once had I I've done it several times. I loved it most of the times. It's so much salt in the tank. The reason you can float is it's magnesium and it's thousands of ton, I mean I don't know it's tons of magnesium and uh, salt. So magnesium is supposed to be really good for muscle recovery too and yes. anxiety. Yes, and yeah. it detoxes you, but it and it helps you float. Yes. So it's one of those things that it really is a mind game though. If you're floating there for 60 minutes, I kind of started like moving around <laughs> and then I like splashed by accident. I got salt in my eye. Oh my god. <laughs> and I had to buzz them because you can also talk to them. So you can buzz them if you need. That makes me feel a little bit better yes. too. It's not like you're like just locked sort of... in. And you can open the door. Like, it's fine. Right. But, but yeah, I had to, like, get out and shower because I had salt in my <laughs> eye and I was not relaxed. <laughs> so what is it really used for? So it's used for so many things. The biggest things are detoxification and just overall relaxation and almost a meditative type of situation. But most people use it. I mean, magnesium is so good for detoxing. Yeah. And, you know, Epsom salt is is really the, the core salt that's in there. Ah. So you're it's like you're taking a bath, but you are taking like the best bath you've ever had in the Dead <laughs> Sea in a pod. That's what I was thinking, too, is the Dead Sea, too, because that's what makes you float is the, the salt. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really awesome. Nice. How much did it cost? So they actually hooked me up and I got to try it. But when I've done it after that, it's usually over 100 per session. But they have some packages where you can get two for 165 I remember seeing that. I feel yeah. like that's, that's really reasonable. It's definitely reasonable because it 
it's really an experience and you can go and then you have tea afterwards upstairs you can also go in their infrared sauna beforehand it's awesome and it seems like a nice indulgence like something that it is it's a it's something that I would definitely do again but I would have to be in a good mental place to go (laughs) (laughs) I think like knowing what to expect too is probably the most important part yes so are you gonna go back or are you gonna I'm going to go back because I will always – I love Ohm Life and I will go into their infrared sauna and then take a float. Oh, I love float. it. I will say my one thing I wish that they would do would have 30-minute floats. Like a quicker one. I, My mental capacity for yeah. floating is like 60 minutes is like a lot <laughs> and 90 is like out of the question. Right. So, And I'm sure that's also just something I need to work on. But for me, I think 30 minutes would be like the perfect amount of time. I agree. Well, maybe I'll come with you next time. Yeah. Different different pods, but I'll come with you next time. (laughs) We can both lay in the big one. Jen, help. (laughs) Well, thanks for coming in and chatting a little bit about Thanks for having me. I'm definitely interested in this. I might have to try it out. And now, probably my favorite part, but our hidden gem of the episode where we'll be sharing places, things to do, what we think you should check out this week that isn't exactly on the beaten path. This week, we're sharing about Karai Kitchen. It's a Bangladeshi-inspired restaurant located in Journal Square. It opened in February of 2018. A mother and daughter team created this. It's a buffet-style Bangladeshi authentic food. There's no a la carte menu. Now, you might be thinking, okay, so what's special about this? Well, we're not the only ones that think this is special. They've actually been featured in the New York Times, and also they are number one on Yelp for the top 50 restaurants in New Jersey for this year. And they were also number one on NewJersey.com's 18 most popular New Jersey restaurants in 2018. And now you've heard it on Tea on the Hudson that you need to go. So get to it. At the end of each episode, I'll be sharing our Hudson Hero and Hudson Zero of the week. Hudson Hero, as you can imagine, is someone that is killing it this week in a positive way, of course, affecting change in the Hudson County community. Hudson Zero, well, you can imagine what that is. So this week's Hudson hero is Elise Papa Constantinou, and I am hoping I'm saying that correctly. Probably not. I apologize, Elise. But Elise is a seven-year-old girl who lives in Hoboken and a budding entrepreneur. She fell in love with spreading the taste of tapioca to the Mile Square, which is her grandmother's recipe from China. So she started her own tapioca stand in town at Alfalfa, her favorite salad spot in Hoboken. You can follow her and her sister's journey. They're so cute. It's at Elise Coco 5, at E-L-I-S-E-C-O-C-O 5. And make sure to stop by Alfalfa on Sundays. They have a brief pop-up there for the next few weeks. And for our Hudson Zero, an Instagram user by the name of Mike G underscore underscore 97, who recorded a faux scooter accident recently, knocking over someone from Basil's carrying a bucket of sauce. It was obviously staged as he was wearing a helmet and the sauce was very liquidy, clearly water-based and made for the video. But needless to say, given the scooter dynamics in Hoboken lately, it was not well received, though it did make for a very popular Instagram post on our feed. He's definitely our Hudson Zero. New York City Pride Month may have wrapped in June, but in Hudson County, we celebrate it in August. 
That being said, our nonprofit feature of this episode is the Hudson Pride Center, located in Jersey City. They do a ton for the LGBTQ community year-round. For more information or to get involved, visit HudsonPrideCenter.org. And that concludes our episode of Tea on the Hudson. Major thanks to our guest beauty contributor, Danielle, our production team, Van Vorst Films, and Mike Soul for our music. We'll be spilling the tea every Tuesday morning, so make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow at Tea on the Hudson on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget to send in your tea or coffee recommendations. We'll see you next week for a new episode.